0: Lord, thank you, Jonathan, and young people for singing those songs. Heaven is coming, praise the Lord. We might be going through winter, brother, but heaven is coming. (laughs) Praise God. Well, I greet you all this morning in Jesus' name. Has been good, has been a blessing to be here with all that we heard already. And uh, Larry was on this morning, but they went to Pennsylvania, so he wondered if I can uh, uh, not, <laughs> I say, I can't take his place, but uh, I'm filling in for him. <laughs> But the Lord, I feel like, has given given me something to share this morning. And in light of those songs that we sang, um, it's about heaven. And we already heard some verses shared, I think Pete shared one about, we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporal, and the things that are not seen are eternal. And also there's another verse in, uh, is it in Philippians where it talks about uh, uh, having our affection on things above and not on things on the earth, for our life is hid with Christ in God. I forget how that verse goes. So I just want to encourage us this morning to look up. And we want to, if you will, look into the heavenlies this morning as we read from the scriptures. And my prayer is that as we do this this morning, and we want to look at Revelations chapter 4 and chapter 5, and as we do this, that our hearts would be encouraged. If you're here this morning and you're, uh, and you're, uh, you're having a hard winter, I hope. Trust that God will encourage your heart this morning. <clears throat> Some winters can be hard. I don't know if I... I think I like winters. The physical winters.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but uh, maybe I'm different than you, Daryl. But I, I like the snow when it maybe when it first falls. But after a while, yeah, maybe you get tired of it. Uh, but like we heard this morning... Those winters are good for us. And if we can respond to them rightly, which I felt like Daryl did a very good job in that, if we re- respond to them rightly, we will come out the better. We will come out the better. <clears throat> and Delwyn shared there about uh, Esther and uh, God used Esther there to save the Jews. And I, I was trying to think of her, her uh, life there, whether she had some hard winters, I can imagine she did, God picked her up and used her in that way. <clears throat> so, be encouraged this morning, if you're going through a hard winter, God has a purpose, God wants to uh, work a good work in your heart, and uh, pick you up and use you. He wants to use each and every one of us, He does. In different ways, He wants to use us. He is worthy this morning. So I think before we go into the uh, into, uh, Revelations here, I'd just like to pray again, if we could. Let's just bow our head and have prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to You this morning again in Jesus' precious name. Lord, we thank You that You are our Father in heaven. Hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. God, I pray. Lord, I believe it's happening already here this morning. I pray, God, that You would just continue to have Your way here this morning. Touch our hearts, God. Bless us, Father. We need You. We need Your touch upon our hearts and our lives, Lord. Life is real, God. But Father, we thank You too this morning that You're alive and well. You're on the throne, God. You care about Your people, Lord. You're there for each and every one of us, God. And we just pray, Father, that You would again encourage our hearts this morning, Lord. I do think of those that are not here because of sickness and even mernins, God, with their little baby. Lord, we pray that You would be with each and every one. God, I pray, Father, Father, That You would encourage their hearts, that they would not allow sickness to discourage them, Lord. But God, to use that, if You will, as a stepping stone to even draw them closer to You. Oh, Father, we pray Your blessing upon them this morning. Also, we think of Elvin's too, God. Be with them. Bless them. I pray, Lord, that they would be a a shining light, God. Use them, Father, we pray. And, And Lord, just be with the family there, God. The children, Lord, as as Dad passed away. Father, we pray. Lord, we look to You now for the remainder of the service here. the Message here, God, and revelations, Father, I pray. Lord, help us, Father, somehow, God, to get out of what You want us to get out of it here this morning. Lord, help us to put aside the things that we need to lay aside, Father, that are maybe weighing on our minds. God, I pray, O Lord, Father, for Your peace and for Your rest to be upon each and every heart, God, that is here this morning, Lord. Father, that we could hear the voice of the shepherd speaking to us this morning, God. We need that living Word, Father. O God, I pray, speak to our hearts this morning, Lord. We thank You for Your Word. Thank You, God. Father, we love you and we praise you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's go to Revelations chapter 4 and 5. To start off with here, I'm just going to read it. Um, Revelations chapter 4. This is John. It says, John had a vision of God's throne. And that's my title this morning, Uh, A Vision of God's Throne. After this I looked and behold a door. After this I looked and behold a door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said, Come up hither, and I will show these things which must be hereafter. And immediately, John, I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like jasper and sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And all around the throne were twenty and all around the throne were four and twenty seats. Round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats, I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and around about the throne, were four beasts, full, full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, the second beast like a calf, the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy Holy, Holy, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to Him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before Him that sat on the throne and worship Him, that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. And I saw in the right hand of Him that sat on the throne a book written within, and on the back side sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book, and to loose the seals thereof? No man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David hath prevailed to open the book, and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book, out of the right hand of Him that sat upon the throne. And when He had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden bowls full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. To open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, and was redeemed. Thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne. And the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Can you imagine? Can we wrap our mind around this? They were saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing." And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said amen and the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever. Praise God for His Word this morning. Praise God for that vision that John had of God's throne. Can we get a little bit of a, how should I say, a vision this morning upon our own hearts in light of what we just read? It's real. Heaven is real. It's a real place. It's prepared for real people that have real needs, that have even sinned, but they have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Praise God this morning. Mm. Yeah, well, I... uh, I have a a goal here this morning, and we'll see how it comes out. But somehow we can read this Scripture and somehow not... Or we can even... Yeah, I'll just say this morning here. We can read this Scripture and we can just kind of, you know, let it wash over us. And I trust it did wash... Over our hearts this morning. But there's times when we can just read it and it does not impact us the way it should. To where it changes our lives as we go from day to day. We live in a real world. We live where the the rubber meets the road and the the the, the road is dusty and and uh, what's his name that was here last week doesn't like Iowa because of the gravel roads. And you don't either, Marlon, do you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm back there grinning. <laughs> I think he kind of had maybe the same response when he moved up, I forget. <clears throat> but this earth is real. <clears throat> But oh, how we need the washing of God's Word and somehow where we can lift up our eyes unto the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. And and we can lift ourselves up above the winter and up above the shadows and we can see God for who He is. We do look through a glass darkly, but He is there for each and every one of us. Praise God this morning. Well, John had a vision of God's throne and uh, it says here, after this I looked. And uh, if we go into the beginning here. John was in the Isle of Patmos on the, on the Lord's day. And it says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. And he got, while he was there, he got the messages for the seven churches. And then after that is where we broke in here this morning. And what did he see? He saw a throne. He saw God's throne. He saw a rainbow around the throne. You ever see that picture of the Bible story books where they have a throne and they have the rainbow? <clears throat> so you have the throne, you have the rainbow. You have the different uh stones there that it mentions in verse three. You have the uh twenty four seats that stood out to me as I was looking into that I don't know that that ever really stood out to me I remembered the the 24 elders but it says here that there's there were 24 seats so you have the throne you have the rainbow and around about somehow around about the around about the throne it says there was 24 seats So you have the throne, you have the rainbow, you have the twenty four seats, and on those on those seats there was twenty four elders, the Bible says. And it gives us a little bit of a more than just saying elders. It says that these were all clothed in white raiment. And they had crowns on crowns of gold on their head. I don't know, in light of what Daryl said about Job there. I think Job is one of those elders. He went through the fire. He went through the deep fires. And he came out as gold, can we say this morning. I don't know who the elders are. I just thought I'd bring that in. So you have the throne, you have the rainbow, you have the 24 seats, and you have the elders there robed in white and crowns on their head. And out of the throne what comes is lightnings and thunderings and voices. That almost sounds scary. And then you also have the seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. So they must be before the throne. If let's say this is the throne, maybe they were right in front of the throne they were burning which are the seven spirits of God and then the next thing we see here is the is the sea of glass like unto crystal before the throne the sea of glass and then we read about the beast there was also there's more there was four beasts There, the one as a lion, looked like a lion, was like a lion, it says. The second beast, like a calf. The third was uh, the face as a man. And the fourth was like a flying eagle. And it gives us a description there. Two of those uh, four beasts, they had six wings. Do you ever see something with six wings? These beasts had six wings. And the other interesting thing here is they had eyes in front of them, behind them, and it says... Full of eyes within. You ever see a, something like that? Full of eyes. If you have two eyes, how well do you see? Can you see behind you, Peter? No, why not? Because you don't have eyes behind your head, right? Unless you turn your head around. Okay? So what would happen if you would have eyes behind you yet? You would have eyes this way, this way. I mean, that's only two, four, six, eight eyes. I mean, we can see pretty well with two eyes. When we only have one, it gets a little dimmer. And if we don't have any, it gets worse. If you can't see at all while you're blind, but can you imagine to have eyes that are, you're full of eyes in front of you and full of eyes behind you and full of eyes inside of you? Now God didn't make us that way, but these beasts were that way. So we have the throne, we have the rainbow, we have the seats, we have the elders on the seats, we have the the lightnings and the thunderings coming out of the, the throne, and we have the lamps, the seven lamps that are burning, we have the sea of glass, and we have these four beasts which had eyes and wings. And they had one more thing. What was it? Who can tell me? It doesn't s- straight out say it, but we know they had it, because of what we read. <clears throat> and why did how do we know that they had mouths or something that spoke? <laughs> That's right. Because they sang holy. Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, which is and was and is to come. And another, I skipped this one, another interesting thing, which is a is a big one here. They were quite the uh the uh the Bible calls them here beasts. <clears throat> they Rest it not day nor night. they rest it not day nor night <clears throat> we need our sleep. we need eight hours of sleep, or whatever we uh yeah, some can do with less, and some maybe need more <clears throat> but these. They rest not day and night, saying, Holy, Holy, Holy. Can we get a little glimpse this morning of what is happening in heaven right now? Can we get a little bit of a glimpse of what is happening in heaven right now? Yeah, we're still here. We're sitting here. We have our needs and we have our uh, trials and, and all those things. But God is preparing each and every one of us for that great day when He comes back for His bride that has made herself ready. And what does the Bible say? It says, "Watch that we are so that we're ready. I don't want to miss it. Do you want to miss it? I don't want to miss it. Hmm. Mm. I think it does us well to look at this every so often in a very real, practical way. Mm. Just singing, even the the youth singing those songs, it's kind of like, does it make you homesick for heaven? Mm. Heaven is real. Mm. And these beasts, they say, holy, holy, holy. It's a place where there is no sin. We live in a corrupt world. But there is no sin in heaven. None whatsoever. It's a holy place. It's a pure place. It's a beautiful place. Mm. Mm. Well, that gives us a little bit of a glimpse of what... Is, uh, how should I say, in heaven, having a vision of God's throne. <clears throat> I'd like to now take this, what we just looked at here, and I'd like to look at another throne if you will, this morning. It's not God's throne, even though there is a connection. But I want to now look at the throne. Another throne. And the throne that I'm talking about here this morning is the throne of our own heart. Is there a place like that? Do we have a heart? (laughs) We all agree we have a physical heart, right? Or we wouldn't be sitting here. We all have a heart. And so what I want to do is make some, if you will, applications to what we just went, or what we looked at here this morning. And hopefully be made better by it. And so, how is it around the throne of my heart this morning? How is it around the throne of your heart? Just think about it. What we just read. What we just looked at. About God's throne and what is happening there. And what is there. Now, let's think about the throne of our own heart. How is it there this morning? Well, if there's a throne, somebody is sitting on it, right? If there's a throne, somebody is sitting on it. So the question, of course, comes to us this morning. We know who's sitting on the throne in heaven. God is sitting on the throne in heaven. So the question to to what comes to us this morning is, Who is sitting on the throne of my heart this morning? Is it God? Is it God? (gasps) I trust it is. Who is sitting on the throne of my heart this morning? That's the question. As As we think about the throne of heaven... As we think about God sitting on the throne, and then we think about the throne of our own heart, who is sitting there this morning. And that's not a little one. That's not a little one. There's many gods out there. I heard of a testimony from a man that was talking to a Muslim. And... uh, he was talking to him and this Muslim, I think the question was asked this Muslim, so why are you here in the States for? Well, he came, I think he was at a, this man was at a university, maybe he was preaching there or something, and this, this Muslim said, well, I'm here for, a, you know, for education and, and so I can get, a, be, get educated and so I can get a good job and, and make some money. was that as, the, as they kept talking, uh, they were walking apparently, and they, uh, they kept walking, and they came to the, this Muslim man's car, and here he had a Mustang. And I guess Mustangs are very expensive cars. <clears throat> and uh, so this, this Muslim, apparently this man that was talking to him, had enough of uh, knowledge by talking to him, I didn't hear all this, but that he made a statement to this man. He said... Something to the extent that money is your God. Not God. Money is your God. This Muslim was here in the States because there was somebody who was on the throne of that man's heart. It was money. That was who he was serving. And so there's many gods out there who is on the throne of my heart this morning? That's just an example. The Bible does warn us about riches and all those things, and we know that. But who is on the throne of my heart? And you probably heard it already. You know, is it self or is it Christ? I think there was pictures drawn on the board already, of a chair or a throne, and where is it? Is it self or is it Christ? Who is sitting on the throne of my heart? A vision of God's throne. And we're talking about who is sitting on the throne of my heart, our heart. And then the next thing here is the rainbow. Is there a rainbow around your heart this morning? I think we all like rainbows, don't we? And uh, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking, rainbow, rainbow, okay? And the question came to me, how many colors are in the rainbow? Who knows? Anybody want to guess? 7 that's right I don't know but just reading revelations here that number 7 is used many times and so you're here you have a rainbow around your heart and uh, and the other the other thing is is I thought about later well, why did god put a rainbow in the sky for the fir- first time or what what why did he put a rainbow there for is a rainbow not a sign, if you will, of God's promises? I'm kind of going two places here. The first one is about the seven colors. The other place is about the rainbow, the symbol of, uh, of uh, or the whole aspect of God's promises. Is, are God's promises around the throne of your heart? Are God's promises around the throne of your heart? And I was trying to think of this thing of this thing of seven. Why is it? Is there any significance in seven colors in the rainbow? Is there any significance in the the number seven being used in Revelations more than in any other book? At least in the New Testament, I imagine. Yeah, in the Old too, but. Um, I think was it uh, Luke or one of those? I was I should have copied it down, but I didn't. Maybe it was ten in Revelations. I think it was more like fifty times the, the number seven. You have the seven churches. You have the seven beasts. You have the seven stars. You have the seven uh, spirits. And there's just a lot of different uh, the seven mountains. I think it says, but. In light of all that we're, what we're talking about here this morning, thinking about our, the throne of our heart and the rainbow around that throne and uh, having God's promises around our, our, the throne of our heart, around our heart this morning. <clears throat> and then also the aspect of uh, seven being that perfect number. And I had to think of... Uh, And I'm not sure if this uh, maybe doesn't quite flow, but uh, in Matthew it says that we are to be perfect even as our Father in heaven is perfect. Is our heart surrounded with God's perfection? Or do we allow, or how should I say that? To where it motivates us to press more and more into Christ into God, because we want to be more and more like Jesus. does that make sense? Does that make sense? You know we what we, what we eat or how should I say this, what we think about is what we become. if you're surrounded if the rainbow is around your heart and you're thinking about god's promises and you are uh, thinking about his his. His uh, be perfect, even as my Father in heaven is perfect. You think about those things. Do you think that it's going to make a difference in your Christian life? I think it will. I think it will. And I had to think of that uh, is in somewhere in the Old uh, Proverbs or Ecclesiastics: "As a man thinketh, so is he in his heart." How is your thinking this morning? How do you think down here, you know, somehow our mind and our heart is connected? How do we think? What do we think? You know there's a book out there that was written about positive thinking. I'm not talking about positive thinking. I'm talking about thinking uh, good things, like was it Paul that said uh, where he said to, to think on these things, if there be any if there be any uh uh, don't want to come to me. If there be any, uh, think on these things. Somebody help me out there. If uh, yeah, to think on things that are good and excellent. To think on those things. Is there a rainbow around your heart? And I, there are seven colors, and I, I didn't. Uh, is anybody in here that knows the, the the colors that are in the rainbow? Raise your hand. Congratulations, Tyler. <laughs> maybe just a little hint for the youth. We might. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Now I lost it. They'll go home and see how many uh, what colors are in the rainbow. We thought maybe we could play a game, but anyways, it'll be an, have probably another game. How many colors? We know how many colors are in the rainbow, but what colors are in the rainbow? Is there, no, is there another application? I, 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 I was as I was thinking about this number seven, I was I, my mind went to the fruit of the spirit, but there's nine. There's nine. But that's another good thing to have around your heart, if you will, this morning. And then we have the the 24 seats. Um, We heard Psalms 1 read this morning, didn't we? Did you read Psalms 1? That's right. What does it say? I'm going to turn to it. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So here we have 24 seats. Think about it. 24 seats around your heart, if you will, the throne of your heart. And the question to you and me is, who is sitting there? Or who is sitting in those seats? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. So here we have 24 seats. Who's sitting there? And uh, well, we know in heaven there's 24 elders. So what application can we make for our Christian life? 24 elders. Who are the 24 elders for us here, if you will? Sitting around our heart. What a beautiful thing. 24 godly elders. Elders who are clothed in white raiment and have crowns of gold on their head.
1: Mm, What a beautiful thing.
0: To have 24 elders sitting around I mean, to me, that sounds like security, doesn't it? Sounds like security to me. And and again, I want to be careful as far as making application here. That, uh, but you know, I was thinking of the okay. So there's twelve apostles. That's twelve. That would be half, okay you could you could put that in there i mean just the bible itself to have uh uh the, the 12 apostles or i mean they didn't all write but uh all the writings in the new testament <clears throat> all those writings and we have the writings in the old testaments so we have the prophets and the and the uh, kings and the the minor prophets <clears throat> so maybe we could look at that aspect but i'd like for us not or to to look at the aspect of 24 godly elders around the throne of our heart. Who do you go to when you need counsel? Do you go to a godly elder? Or do you go to a worldly uh, philosopher who has a lot of good ideas? (laughs) And will lead you down the path that does not lead to heaven. 24 seats... With 24 elders. What a beautiful picture this morning. And the next thing we see is what is coming out of the... Th- our, uh, uh, I better turn to it here. The next thing we, we have here is the, uh, out of the throne proceeds lightning, thunderings, and voices. There were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Well, let's zoom in on the first aspect here. There was lightnings and thunderings and voices. So what application can we make there for us? What is coming out of our heart? What is coming out of our heart, I think, is maybe an application we can make. What is coming out of our heart? And I had to think of the verse in uh, John seven thirty-seven. I think it is, where it says... He that believeth on Me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Are those rivers flowing this morning, brothers and sisters? Is there a river flowing out of you? Is there a river flowing out of Me? That is pure? That is holy? We know that... Whatever is in these lightnings and thunderings and voices, we know it's pure and holy. <clears throat> what is coming out of our hearts? And then, in the end uh, of this verse, it talks about the seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And in that verse, there in uh, in John. Um, Jesus says, If any man thirst, let him come unto Me and drink. He that believeth on Me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believed on Him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Do we need a fresh baptism, if you will, of the Spirit of God? Has this world... Have we been too much, if I can use this, uh, um, how should I say? Have we been too much baptized with the philosophy and the the spirit of this world? Or have we been baptized afresh with the spirit of God where those rivers are flowing out of us? Praise God. What is flowing out of the throne of our heart? And then we have the sea of glass that is before the throne. There's a sea of glass, clear as crystal. We were over at the pond. Some of us were over at the pond yesterday skating. But that pond was a little, uh, a little, uh, a little, little, not too much, just a little bit rough. And... Uh, I'm trying to think whether, how clear it was, the ice, how clear it was. It wasn't, I mean, it was maybe half, half clear, but I've seen it clearer. And the other thing was, as you were skating there, it got white, and then it, you couldn't even see, it wasn't clear at all anymore. Mm. But just think about it. A sea of glass, or an ice, where it's just clear, crystal, where you can see down to the bottom. You know, if, if something gets lost in the bottom of that, of, that, of that pond, and it's because it's clear, everything is, well, first of all, the water would have to be cleared too, but uh, everything is clear, and something goes down, like yesterday there was a hockey puck that was lost that went down into the water, and because everything is nice and clear, we could have seen, Brendan, exactly where that thing would have been at. Right? Said there it is, but we couldn't, you know. Brendan there was poking around in the ice and and a little bit, but yeah, down in the mud. Well, yeah, then you couldn't see it either. So, but there wouldn't be no mud here either because everything is clear. Everything is out. Everything is out in the open. It's crystal clear. There's no secrets that happen here. A sea of glass. How is it in our hearts? Is that how my heart is? Is that how your heart is? Where there's nothing hidden. Everything is open. or transparent. Search me and try me. Lord, see if there be any wicked ways in me. May we allow those eyes of God, if you will. I guess we're going there then for the beasts there with their eyes. Nothing is hid. It's open, transparent. Is anyone here this morning who is hiding? That hockey puck is hiding underneath the water. And we can't find it. But we know there's something wrong. This thing is, you know, kind of slippery. It slips here, then there, then there, then there. And it's hard to to identify. Hmm. Oh, may we allow God to search our hearts. You know, we, we don't know our own hearts. Our own hearts are deceptive. We need God. We need those eyes. <clears throat> the sea of glass, transparent, being transparent. The four beasts who have uh, eyes. Can you imagine again? Full of eyes in the front, full of eyes behind, full of eyes within eyes that can see nothing is hidden everything is open you won't be able to hide there so let us not try to hide anything here you know when i was a little boy um well i don't know how little i was but uh i should have known better but i had a bicycle and i really wanted this little horn on my bicycle you know, the thing that rings? ring, I don't know if they still have those or not, but uh, I think that's what it was. But for some reason, I knew I shouldn't, I don't think, or uh, that Dad didn't want me to get it. And somehow, I ended up getting it, and I I remember we had a cornfield. I, I put it in the cornfield and hid it there. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. What good is it going to do in the cornfield? <laughs> But that's how it is with some of those things. Mm. May we not hide anything. Are you hiding something this morning? I hope not. I hope not. Mm. But if you are, just bring it out in the open. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: And again, I can maybe give a little bit of uh, uh, instruction there. You know, there's times when Sometimes we wonder, should we, okay, so maybe somebody is sitting here and, they, they, and God is speaking to them about something and, and then they're thinking, well, should I just say it right after testimony? Well, there, there's times to do that and there's other times where you just uh, uh, pull somebody aside and talk to them about it. Mm.
1: The
0: sea of glass, Transparency. How is your heart this morning? Is it closed? Maybe you've been hurt. And we probably all have been at one time or another. And it's hard when those things happen. It's hard like we heard about Moses. He tried to do something one time. He thought he was doing a good thing. And he had to run for his life. But He didn't let that hinder Him from doing good. Sometimes we close up because we try to do good and somehow maybe we were misunderstood or or something, maybe maybe we did have a wrong motive. And because of that, we close our heart. We say, no, nobody's going to come in here. Nobody's going to see inside of my heart. But there is a freedom, there is a liberty when we can just open up. Sometimes it's scary. It is. But we're only hurting ourselves more when we do that, when we hide it. Anyways, uh, the four beasts here. Uh, What did they have? Oh my, I was on that. Uh, About their eyes, how did we get back to the sea of glass? Uh, the eyes, uh, they have eyes that are full. Back and front, they see everything. So let us not try to hide anything. Uh, well, we could go on here, but uh, I think time is running out as far as elaborating more on the four beasts here. They had six wings, and they rest not day and night. Maybe I'll zoom in on that a little bit. They rest not day and night. Brothers and sisters, are we getting weary? I hope not in our Christian life. These beasts, they rest not day and night. They're serving God. They're worshiping God. They're praising God. May we do the same, even when we're sleeping. Somehow, can't we worship God even when we're sleeping? I mean, we're not. We're not singing, but... Is there something that we, isn't there something? I mean, if our lives are in order that even a godly man can sleep and, and somehow everything that we do is, is worship. May God help us. May God help me. Everything that I do, the, the dishes that I wash, the, the, the nails that I drive in, the, 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 the the corn that I plant, everything that I do, I do it and I'm worshiping God. What, what are we driving at here this morning? The Lord's prayer is, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We can have heaven on earth. Around the throne of our hearts. I know life is real. And I, I know I want to be careful with that. But, oh, to have that peace. And to walk in that peace where there is a song coming out of our heart. Maybe we're not singing it with our mouth, but yet there's a melody in our heart singing and praising God. You know, when we don't have that, it's time to pray. And why can't we? Why, why doesn't the, the prayer flow then? It's because uh, uh, John here was in the Spirit, and his, it doesn't basically boil down to that. It's because we're not in the Spirit, we're not worshiping God. They are worshiping God 24-7. Saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Worthy is the land that was slain. That's in the next chapter. And I'd just like to touch a little bit yet on the next chapter. As we flow into the next chapter here, John had tears, or he wept, it says, and I was asking the, 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 the youth or Jonathan last night whether they could sing that song that the ashes sing, uh, children of Zion weep no more, children of Zion weep no more. Mm. Well, here John was weeping. Why was he weeping for? Because there was no man able to open the, the seals uh, the book and, and the loose seals thereof. no man. And he wept because of it. But there was somebody in the midst of that throne who was able to open those seals. And who was that? It was Jesus. It was the Lord Jesus. And it says in verse 6 here, it says, And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and the four beasts in the midst of the elders stood a lamb and it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth unto all the earth. Jesus standing there in the midst. is Jesus. uh, uh, Jesus standing in the midst of the throne of our heart. What a beautiful thing. Praise God. Jesus standing in the midst. Mm. What a beautiful thing. And my mind right away started thinking, well, I often quote that verse about uh, uh, Jesus is, seating, is seated at the right hand of the throne of God and He's making intercession for us. So I was thinking, well, did I did I just dream that up? But no, there's verses that say that He's sitting. But here it says that He... stood a lamb and it had been slain. And we have another account in Acts where Stephen was being stoned and and he looked up into heaven and he saw Jesus standing there at the right hand of God. And He's there this morning for each one of us, interceding, praying for us. So brothers and sisters, let us be encouraged. Let us be encouraged. Jesus is there for each one of us. I think I'll I'll close with that. I should probably finish off the the chapter here and maybe I will just give a sorry. Maybe I'll just give a couple couple thoughts here yet. Jesus, you know, we don't read anything in chapter 4 about Jesus and in chapter 5 Jesus comes in the scene and then what And then you have the elders there singing and praising and worshiping God and the the, the beasts. And not only the beasts, but there's thousands and ten thousands there singing and praising God, saying with a loud voice Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth, and such as are in the sea. What a blessing. What a worship service. May we, as we think about God's throne, and as we think about the throne of our own heart, may we walk in that more, can I say perfectly, in the days to come. May God bless. <clears throat> Daryl, are you moderating? <clears throat> I think Pete.